guys what's up we're back hello and we have a special guest with us um if you all have heard our intro and outro music before uh we love it so much that we actually brought uh, the man behind the beats with us to be our first uh, guest on the podcast in 2022 um so give it up for him uh ag or aaron gomez what's up yeah happy to be here <laughs> we're happy to have you on so, just before we kind of just start into the interview, if you can, maybe you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do so that our listeners can get to know you a little bit more. Okay. Uh, my name is Aaron Gomez. My producer name is AG. I am a RIAA Platinum producer, two-time number one Top 40 Billboard Award winner. I've worked with artists such as Kanye West. Travis Scott, Logic, Dang. Baby Keem, Dave East, KB, Andy Mineo, and a bunch more. Uh, other than that, I make sample packs, the AG Wavy sample pack uh, series. Uh, yeah, I'm a father and to two boys, and yeah. that's about it. <laughs> I'm a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> You're a very simple man, but you make amazing music, and that's why we had asked you before we started our podcast, like, if you can send us a few of your beats, like, we would love to include it. Yeah. Um, and support you as well. Um, but yeah, so maybe maybe you can tell us a little bit how you started and um, the story behind the artist and the producer. Mm. Man, that goes way back. I started making music, um, I first got into it in the winter of... 2009 oh my gosh <clears throat> so at that time i was pushing carts at walmart in portland texas oh and gosh. i was fresh out of high school i think i had just started college uh so i was pushing carts and i was inspired to get into music after i heard um kanye west's album 808s and heartbreak it had just came out at that time. Oh, wow. <clears throat> and so right after I heard that album, I was so inspired. I saved up, I don't know how many months, I saved up to buy a, uh, an MPC, a used MPC 500 from Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even have enough to get the new one in the box. I bought the display. <laughs> it was cheaper. It was a discount. Aww. So... I got that and taught myself. Back then, YouTube didn't have no tutorials. Oh, so that's right. I yeah. actually, I found one, like, I had to, like, dig, dig, dig through the internet. And there was one tutorial on how to, like, sample and, like, oh use the thing. Because it was, like, it had no screen. It was just, like, yeah, it was pads and the thing. Yeah, so I had to, like, teach myself. And since then, I got into, like, the DAWs and the Logic Pros and all the, like, programs and stuff. And it's just been taken off ever since then. Nice. I was, well, uh, hold on, hold on. Let me see. That, when I first got started, um, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> I, uh, when I first got started, um, it wasn't really, I didn't really see it as a career at first. It was just like something, fun. something I did for fun. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> I was just teaching myself how to make beats and sample old records Mm -hmm. and that was really how I got started I didn't really take it I didn't really think I had something or took it serious until about 2014 when I got invited to the uh 
Rapzilla Beat Battle, which was in Florida. It was like a nationwide oh. beat oh, battle. Oh, wow. Thing. So that still, was like it, about five years later. Yeah. So, so you started. It's still on the internet. I lost, but I lost to the winner, and we had to go an extra round. So that's all oh. I'm saying. Hey, oh, that's, wow. It's sort of a legendary like beat battle on the internet that people don't really know about, but. Oh well, yeah. we have to find that. Is it on a YouTube anywhere? Yeah, it, I think it's there's two videos of it. Uh, my buddy Marco that went with me, uh-huh. he recorded the whole thing. That's the one that kind of like took off because he put it gotcha. out before Rapzilla did. They put out like an edited version, mm. but he just put out like a raw like video from the crowd. Oh, nice. and that's like that's my favorite version because yeah. he got the crowd's reaction to everything. <laughs> yeah, so it's it was authentic. Really cool. That's so yeah. cool. So after that, even though I lost. Part of me was like, this is fine. there's something, I have something, yeah. obviously. And even the story behind me going to that mm-hmm. was a miracle because I remember I was in between jobs or something at the time. And I remember getting the email that I was accepted. And as soon as I knew I was accepted, I immediately bought plane tickets for me and my wife at the time because I, I knew... Uh, like the closer you get to the date, the more expensive plane tickets get. Yeah. Right. So I was like, I need to buy these now that I know I'm going because uh, I don't want them to get more expensive. So I used a credit. I remember using a credit card. I bought them, and I had no idea how I was gonna pay for a hotel or anything. And a week later, a friend of a friend who heard I was going, mm-hmm. he called me and was like, "Hey, man." Uh, he messaged me on Facebook. He was like, hey, what's your number? I gave him, gave him my number. He called me and was like, hey, man, could, heard you're going to the thing. Congrats. Could you use a hotel? I was like, what do you yeah. mean? What, what do you mean by that? <laughs> he was like, well, I travel for work, so I have all these points accumulated. Oh my you, can, you can use two or three nights, however many you need. Oh my God. And so that was the first moment I was like. Lord, if this is really what you want me to do, huh? <laughs> yeah. So Providing that it. was like a little miracle. Yeah. Yes. Just so even that and then just the way everything went down and the path that it set me on to this point. It's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, I guess I guess like whenever you had that that invitation um, to that event, like how did that make you feel? Like were you like, oh, like this is this is like a great opportunity or like, were you nervous about this? Cause I, I, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, constantly or they're consistent for a while and then they have like a break or like yeah. their big break. What just what it with like, whatever you're doing, whether it's, you know, um, some sort of hobby or you're, um, you know, like serving others or you're, you know, doing something for the earth or the environment or for other people, you know what I mean? There's, there's a point where it shifts and where it really turns the tide and, and that point between the start and the turning point, a lot of people fall out, mm. you know, and a lot of people get discouraged and a lot of people get, you know, left behind in their thoughts and they think they're not good enough. And then they just kind of drop, drop off, you know, and as yeah. we, you know, kind of look at 2022, you know, people are making these big goals and dreams and everything like that. And so, um, you know, how did you, uh, keep yourself motivated uh, for those years between your first like break at that event for me it was all about the passion I feel like even if I hadn't turned this into a career and made money from it or anything I would still be doing it because I loved it that much like yeah. I remember working jobs I hated 
and <laughs> going on my lunch and rushing home just to work on music for an hour and oh, then going wow. back. Oh, like wow. I was that yeah. driven and determined. I like I, I just had it brought me so much joy for yeah. some reason. So part of that, like I knew there was something to that. Like I knew because God places desires in our hearts for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so I knew there had to be something to this. And so I figured it. W- I just needed more time to get better at it, which was true. And then 2014 happened, and then doors just started started opening. And I mean, I don't I don't know how else to explain it. That's, <clears throat> but it all started with a passion for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess, yeah, that's that's the thing. I guess people have trouble um, coming to the realization. Like what their passion is. <clears throat> Some people have trouble finding that, and I was blessed enough to, you know, find that. And thank God. Very yeah. young too. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. So, um, like, just like at about like what age were you whenever you first started to, I guess, discover your passion? Like, were you like a little, uh, like a little boy, or were you like teenager or young adult? Like, what's, um, like, what's it? There what was point? there was little things <clears throat> growing up. I I wasn't necessarily into music that much like i didn't i wasn't in band i didn't i don't know how to play music classically or anything like i I didn't take no piano lessons or nothing like that i just always loved music when i was younger like 12 i wanted to be a dj Mm. like i remember my parents my parents didn't let me listen to rap music growing up but i remember i would stay up late i had this little radio i would plug in headphones and because i knew late at night the DJs would be on like scratching the beats, like uh-huh. with the the mm-hmm. old records oh and gosh. stuff. So I would stay up and record those little, just those pieces of them scratching and the beats. Mm-hmm. I would record it on tape. Oh yeah. And I would keep like compilations of that and just listen to it back. So it was little things like that. I knew there was something growing in me, but I didn't right. know what it was. I just I really liked the beats. And the scratching, and I was like, man, if I could DJ, that'd be cool. Yeah. So something was already growing in me as a kid, and then so now to look back, it's kind of neat because I was now I understand what that was. And then you know? over time, like Jod brought it out. Like, yeah. As you were, how old were you when you bought the the, the little pat? I was nineteen. You were nineteen. Yeah. I had just graduated high school. I probably would have gotten into it sooner. But in high school, I was just preoccupied with sports and yeah. Yeah. always working out and going to practices. <laughs> so I was preoccupied with other stuff. I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't find that passion until after all that stopped, and then I was just like, "What am I gonna do now?" Yeah. <laughs> going to college and just listening to music and like getting that feeling that I did when I was a kid. Like, yeah. man, I love beats. I love like, how do they make that stuff? Like being curious mm-hmm. about it. How do they? Where do they get those sounds from? Yeah. realizing they they get them from old records and they chop them up on a machine with the pads oh, i need to get that machine how much does it cost like just little things like that figuring right. out up. yeah where to, to go where what are. to do oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah so i i think like um you know one thing um you know like for us and um for me you know with like like landscaping like i i have passion like growing up i I love to be outdoors and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was like, well, <laughs> you know, I know I don't want an office job, you know, like within my <laughs> adult life, you yeah, know? And so, yeah. uh, but my mom had to like drag me inside to eat dinner every day pretty much. And so, um, you know, but like, I didn't understand why. And like, I thought like, Oh, like all my friends are graduating college and they're, you know, they got these big time jobs in like law offices or, you know, um, 
I don't know, they're, they have the, they have, I guess, like the white collar job where, mm-hmm. you know, they go nine to five and then, you know, little did I know, um, I tried that for like six months and it was pretty miserable and I was, I just want to be outside. And so <laughs> I would literally, <laughs> you told me this. I worked in an office, like office building on like the fifth or sixth floor and thankfully I had a window. So I would put, I would like move my desk. I moved my desk so close to the window where I was like squished up against it just so I can like get some sun. (laughs) But then you also took your lunch break and you were dough on a walk. And so I would literally eat my lunch while I was walking around outside. I was like, I gotta be outside. Because you wanted to be outside. You didn't like being inside. That's how it grows. That's how the seeds are in there and it's just growing. And that's you how it all started it for both of y'all, I would say. You know, yeah. and, you know, like if I if I if I have to share something for me, like I I love to write and I love to write poems, the short stories. When I was a kid, I had a huge imagination, and so now to translate to like what we do now, we do blog posts and like podcast episodes, and even though I didn't think we would be on a podcast, mm. but um, you yeah, know, like writing this was podcast was not Leanna's idea. No, it was not my <laughs> idea. It was all his idea. Yeah. <laughs> So like, like for me, like it was like writing. Bender arm. It was like writing and you know things like that. So like for you, it was like being outside, and for you, it was just you just love to listen to stuff and mm-hmm. how how some, they did it. There's something in that too, where like the thing that we're afraid of is probably the direction we need to go. Yeah. Because Whoa. Dang, that's good. Um, it it's there's this thing when I was younger, my dad would always encourage me to step into what you fear, mm-hmm. like. Turn that nervous fear into excitement. Right. And because of that advice, I feel like I like going to the Florida thing, even though I was scared and nervous, like yeah. I wasn't afraid. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is a step I need to take to try to get out there. Let me go. So I went. And most producers wouldn't, they would be too nervous to, to put themselves that. out there like that and play their beats in front of a crowd. Like yeah. most wouldn't, most would say they would, but they wouldn't do so, it. But they would like stay behind a computer yeah. and just stand out. Yeah, and leave comments. I can make better beats. You know, <laughs> that's how it is. Most producers, yeah. they're scared. And yeah. I mean, I understand it because I'm a producer too, and most of us are introverts and we like to be inside. <laughs> and we work, we work from home and we work in the dark. So I get it. But there comes a certain point where if you really want to make things happen, like you can't be scared. Like you have to get out there. Get out there. And so after that, like. Me going to um, South by Southwest in Austin, like four or five years in a row, the big music festival they have, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, they, they would do it every year in March for like a week. And they would always have like beat battles and events and producer things. I would go to all that. Oh and I would be in all that. And I remember I'd get into debt every year or use my, uh, <laughs> I would use my, uh, uh, what was it, tax refund or whatever, uh-huh. income tax. I would use all that to go over there. and yeah. There it went, but I wanted to be out there. I knew that was my best chance to like rub shoulders with whoever. Network with and I people. ended up yeah. yeah, I ended up meeting a few big producers out there that ended up, you know, being really big in my career. Like uh my buddy Decap, he's a producer from San Francisco. He was the one that actually told me about Ableton Live, the program that I use now. And um I t- I did a um a tutorial session slash like screen share with him one time and he gave me advice in that one like hour that I still use to this day oh, wow. and I would have never met him had I never gone out to those and you still for it and yeah so there. there's there's something in that just like getting out there and not being afraid to put yourself in a position to fail 
because that also drives you in a way because that first loss in Florida um, motivated me so much. I was like, I'm never going to lose something like this again. And I did it. I mean, I got second in one thing and I won first in another and just little things like that. Well, they'll motivate you too. Like yeah. early losses, they can be great motivation rather than it being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to quit. Yeah. This is too hard. Obviously, yeah. I didn't win. No, like you got to have determination. Like, no, okay. Yeah. I didn't do it this time, but the next time I will. So, so what I'm hearing from you is what, what is important to... I guess to steed is you know have passion mm-hmm. and the determination to just go for something even if you're afraid in yeah. that direction. Yeah. So that's what I'm hearing from you because with all of that because everyone fails. Yeah, like everyone fails. It's just a, the ones who succeed are the ones who don't quit. Basically, yeah, they just I mean, keep going. Yeah, because I know a bunch of producers who have qu- not quit, but sort of give up but mm. i never had that in me i was like i can't quit this is mm-hmm. it means too much to me to quit yeah. i can't let it go like that right yeah. so she's moving on to you know the negative the negativity is you know how did you truly push back again any doubts that you had or people's opinions of you in pursuing this career or any criticism that you had in the beginning uh during and now and in, in your career uh, I feel like I've always had pretty good self-confidence. Um, I feel like you have to have that from the beginning. Like, you have to feel like you can do it in mm-hmm. order to do it. So, in the beginning, I, even back then, I I always treated things as if I'm competing with the top guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that was always my mindset. Like, how can I sound like them? How can I be like them? Like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? So, I was always trying to implement those things. Like, even to this day... I feel like that's why I was always uh, looking up to like Kobe Bryant and Tom Brady because I always I was always obsessed with their mindset like yeah. what ma- what makes them great like yeah. I love yeah, watching yeah. documentaries and reading books on people who are great at their craft because I've always wanted to get inside their head because I feel like I somewhat have that stuff but it's just yeah everyone I mean I think everyone has it the potential yeah. they just have to unlock it like what is that that makes them tick yeah like mm-hmm. what what makes them great. Um, so I've always sort of treated myself like a platinum producer, even before I was a platinum producer. You know, well, that's good. you kind of have to have that mindset in order to yeah um, get to that point. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah. when it happened, it was almost like okay, it's just another day. Like it wasn't a big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. When I when I went platinum, because I had already been expecting it. Yeah. Years yeah, ago. Yeah. It's almost like writing down something like on a piece of paper saying I am a platinum producer. Yeah. yeah. Until you became one. Yeah. You know exactly. That mindset. Yeah, to me, it was all about the mindset. And people have doubted throughout my career and made comments. It never got to me. I've rarely had people outright just throw hate or criticism, whatever. Majority of the time, all I would get is like applause and love. Like, to be honest, I didn't have very many people go against me. Yeah. Um, I think because it was sort of obvious that, you know, this guy's in. (laughs) <laughs> in a certain direction like right, what, what right. are we gonna he's do gonna, he's not gonna be stopped yeah all. so that never really can either either it did and i didn't really pay attention or it just didn't really come it's but, just like yeah you know. i don't let it bother me yeah. and also now it's even worse because having worked with kanye west the guy who inspired me to make music it's like 
who else's opinion really matters? <laughs> if Kanye is, thinks yeah. my stuff is cool enough to work with, hey. who cares what you think, bro? Yeah, <laughs> yeah <there you laughs> like, Kanye thinks I'm cool, so You yeah. finally got to that point where it's, it's not like it ever bothered you, but it, you got to that point where that person that you highly respected even likes your own music. Yes. It's like nothing can fade yeah. you out. Now, you just keep going. Everything else is just icing on the cake to me, yeah, honestly. There you go. That's what it feels like, yeah. so... I'm good. That's <laughs> Say awesome. whatever you want. Think whatever you want. I'm good. <laughs> and then also, I feel like you have a lot of support from your family and yes. from your friends. And so I feel like that was really helpful. Even though like, even though it didn't bother you if other people didn't support you, but like having that much support and love and encouragement from your family and friends, like I feel like also set you up for oh, success yeah. too. My, I'm so grateful. My dad encouraged my creativity as a kid. Mm. Um, even though, because he, um, he has his master's degree in art, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. he's always been creative, and he always encouraged that. My mom tells this story that as a baby, he used to put these lights up on uh, the ceiling uh-huh. above my crib because he read somewhere that it makes people more creative. <laughs> oh. So from the beginning, That's seeds cool. were planted. It's going to be creative yeah. right here. So, right. so and... <laughs> All throughout growing up, he was always encouraging me, um, never doubted me. Even even in the very beginning when I was first wanting to like buy the music machines and get, yeah. get into all this, he was always encouraging me so much. And I don't think most people have that experience. Like I'm sure most parents are like, no, you need to get a real job. You need to be a lawyer, a doctor. You know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. most people, majority of people's parents yeah. are hard on them like that. Yeah. They want yeah. them to have a safe bet type of career or have like a little um backup thing yeah, on the side something. oh in case it doesn't work out like a make sure you B. have this already exactly yeah. so yeah. i'm just really grateful for my parents and my close friends that you know i'm still close with to this day that have always believed in me and my buddy marco who he 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 was literally there that at the flavor fest mm-hmm. beat battle he drove to florida oh my god oh, wow. he, he took dedicated. off he took off a day or two before i went on the plane and he drove and he picked me up from the airport i will never forget that oh my god i was like bro this is crazy what are you doing <laughs> he is oh and he went with me every time to south by southwest he's gone with me to multiple concerts he, nice. he's 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 really like been there for me throughout the years nice as soon as i got the uh as soon as the Kanye song came out, he was the first one to call. We went to go eat lunch. I'll never forget that day. That's so awesome. yeah, he's always been a great encouragement too, my buddy Marco. Yeah. yeah, well, well, that's cool. I think the you know those people um, in your life, uh, you know, and people in in um, the listeners' lives really have uh, a major impact on where they go or what they do. You know, mm-hmm. um, and. You know, I think people's what people say and how they act toward you know people's dreams, whether they, you know, criticize or encourage, really, you know, um, can make a difference in somebody's life. You oh, know, yeah. and so um, I guess you know, kind of looking at your your life uh, right as of right now, and you know uh, where you are with your with your uh, producing and your career and your personal life and you know more of a day to day life. Like, how do you see um, you know God working uh, in your life? I guess uh, maybe through people or through events or through um, 
like God moments, you know what I mean? Like, have mm. you had some like recently or is it like a day to day thing or weekly? Mm. Um, you know, whenever God opens doors up and closes them, like kind of talk to us a little bit about that. Man, there is so many moments, so many jaw dropping moments in the past, even just the past couple years that God has really shown himself and his power and Miracles happen every day if we pay attention, honestly. Um, but I was thinking about this before, and there's been so many, but probably the biggest one uh, was in 2020, the day I found out about the Kanye song. Mm-hmm. Um, What's I, that song called, by the way? Oh, it's uh, called Wash Us in the Blood, in the blood. Uh, featuring Travis Scott, mixed by Dr. Dre. Okay, cool. uh, Just in case case anybody didn't know. Yeah, there you go. Uh, It came out in 2020. It was a single. There was a video. It was during the pandemic, so it was like a big deal. And I got interviewed by Genius after, and that was a big deal to me because they're like a big, uh, you know, like songwriter, producer Mm. website. So, um, yeah, but the big moment was in 2020, I was going through a divorce, and... Mm. um, um, <clears throat> that was a weird process too, because it was during the pandemic, so I couldn't um, like go to the lawyer's office. Everything was on the phone, mm-hmm. so I remember it was just a weird process and a painful process. And that day, uh, I remember he called me in the morning and was like, "It's done, you know, everything's good, everything's turned in. Literally, just the judge is going to sign it and send it to you." Like that was the day he told me it's it's over. Mm-hmm. And so I was so relieved and uh, like that was a powerful morning. And then that evening I got the call about the Kanye song. Oh my gosh. Wow. So it was like. A hard moment? Yeah, yeah. It was like the lowest point of my life. Highest point of my life. Wow. In the same, all in a day. Yeah. That's, so I had it, no idea. It was such an emotional hmm. roller coaster. I remember. Um. When I got the call, um, it was um, one of Kanye's high guy, higher up guys, and um, yeah, he he told me over the phone. He was like, "We got one, bro. It's uh, it's gonna be a Kanye single. Travis is on it. Dr. Dre mixed it. There's a video. It comes out tomorrow, 10 a.m." I was like, "What?" <laughs> like out of nowhere, <clears throat> because awesome. I I didn't know. Sometimes as a producer. They don't tell you till the week of or a few days before because oh my gosh. they don't know. One, they don't want um, anybody leaking the information oh, yeah. before yeah. in case they change their mind or anything like that. So it's always a, a shock or a surprise. They don't wow. they don't really keep me in the loop until right before. <laughs> so I, I remember calling my lawyer and he was freaking out. and But we got the deal done overnight and everything was signed by the morning and then the song came out. And yeah, it, wow. It did what it did and... Still, awesome. probably one of the biggest moments of my life. Crazy, wow. right? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, it's. I think your story is very, you know, unique. With you know, in in all in a day, you had a, um, I guess, a hard moment, and then like uh, a big. I guess they were both God moments. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you think about it, but one of them was a little more tough, and the other one was like a celebratory deal. So, um, that was that was pretty awesome. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um, 
So, you know, this, this podcast is um, all about uh, helping others um, discover their mission, um, you know, according to God's plan and God's word. So we like to kind of ask um, all of our uh, interviewees uh, this question. And um, it's simple, um, but, and that is, what is your mission in life uh, in this season right now that you're mm. in? Wow. Um my well even more than just this season i always feel like my purpose is just to be a good servant and a good steward and to be faithful with the things god is and the talent god has given me um i never want to take a day for granted i always try to make the most of every day work as hard as i can whenever i get the opportunity to work with somebody um and even in scenarios of you know, negotiating contracts and this and that. I always try to be fair and try to do what's right. Even though there's a lot of people trying to take advantage of me sometimes, like it's hard to try to, you know, still want to be nice and do the right thing, but you know, we have to. So um, I just want to represent the Lord in everything I do and in all ways and give him the glory. I know anything that happens, I know it's all him anyways. He gave me the talent. He opened the doors. um, Like Anywhere I'm able to make an impact, it's all him and all the glory needs to go to him. So that's just kind of how I see things wow, that's <clears throat> in, awesome. in any scenario. Yeah, Definitely did because I feel like we have to remember as a follower of Christ, like everyone looks to us. It doesn't matter how successful you are or if you're just, you know, um, faithful in everyday life, you know, just going to church and just you know, being there for your kids and all that. Like, everyone watches you. And mm-hmm. so I feel like it's really good that you said that, you know, you know, in the moments of contrast with when you're doing a deal or something, like, and people try to take advantage, like, you're trying to stand out mm-hmm. and do the right thing because that's what God calls us to do. Yeah. And so I feel like that's really, really needed in this culture today because um, people can be you know, one face on one side and there are two face on the other side. And so I feel like we need a lot more integrity and a lot more mm-hmm. um, faithfulness in, in our walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. no matter what we do in, the, in our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So if you, um, I guess, had one fun, kind of fun factor, embarrassing story or something that you could tell us um that happened recently or maybe in the past or exciting or yeah or an exciting <laughs> i mean i don't know how he can beat that beat that wow moment he and just told true. us about but you know um i don't know just something fun you know if, if you have something um um probably the most exciting moment that i can compare even to the kanye moment was the first time i heard myself like on a big placement uh which was logic song mm. yuck which it was a surprise to me i didn't know i was on it which that's a whole story in itself too but <laughs> i had started working with this company and um they got my foot in the door with uh, a really big website that sells sample packs and drum kits this was like the very beginning of like the career taking off mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I get my foot in the door at that website and I put out my very first sample pack, which is, it was just a collection of like 10 melody ideas for other producers to buy and put drums on. 
Okay. Most producers fall into two categories. Like some are really good at making melodies, mm-hmm. which is like the sounds, and some are really good at doing the drums. Okay. okay. Some can do both. Like I can do both. Um, but most fall under the categories of having the strength in one or the other. So I put out the ideas and um, Logic's producer six bought my pack. He ended up using one of the samples right away. It ended up on Logic's new album, which um, I didn't know about. So I'm a Logic fan. I was already a Logic fan to begin with, and I knew his new album had came out. And I remember where I was, too. I was in Aransas Pass, Texas. It was early in the morning. I had just dropped off uh, my ex-wife at her job. I had my youngest son, Andrew, in the back. He was a little baby in his car seat. Oh. And I still remember it was fog. It was a foggy morning. <laughs> I had just dropped her off and I was like, okay, now I can play the music loud. I can listen to this album on the way home. I put it on and I'm listening to it and I'm sort of skimming through it because I like to hear the beats first before I actually listen. And I remember hitting play on that song and I recognized my sample. I was like, whoa, wait. I was like, hold on. I remember I was at a stoplight. I looked at Andrew. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> I turned it up. That? So that was the first time hearing my song on a big wow. artist song, like major placement type deal. That's Even though so I didn't cool. have the official credit yet, which yeah. I ended up getting later, it was still like mind blowing. Like yeah. I was like, what in the like, world? Oh my gosh. Like this is crazy. Yeah. So, that sounds a little too familiar. Yeah. That was an, <laughs> that's an exciting moment. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. Well, that's good. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you so much for uh, you know being on this podcast. We've really, really appreciated. Yeah, it was um, a lot of fun. And um, is there anything else that we all like to say before we end it? I guess I can start. Um, I, I think, and then we'll we'll give him the last okay. last word. Um, I think it's your story is really impactful, and um, I think you know your honesty with all of this is super important because um, you know like. Our mission is to try to live live more simply um, instead of making life so complicated. And so, uh, you know, I love your testimony. How really how simple it was, but it was your your passion. It was your questioning. It was the people around you um, that that really um, encouraged your talents and um, and gifts and and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, uh, I guess um, for me. You know, um, I think it's it's awesome um, that you were uh, able to come on the podcast and give us a, a little taste of, like I said, the man behind our intro and outro And the beats. music, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so. for having me. It was a pleasure. <clears throat> Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say one last thing before uh, we go. For anybody who's you know, chasing a dream that seems impossible, that um, they have some seeds in them that are starting to grow and they don't, they're unsure about the direction they should go or they're on, or they're already on the path and um, they're unsure about what's coming. Uh, just be grateful. Just be grateful where you're at in your journey, um, where, wherever that may be or however that may look. Just enjoy the process. And I truly believe that if you're blessed enough to know what God has called you to do and you're living out your purpose, he will not let you fail. Doors will open and he will clear a path for you. Um, Trust and believe in him and the gifts he's given you. Give all the glory to him and become the best version of yourself. Live out your full potential and dream big.
Thank you.